Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have on the show Zoran Sarabaka from Exclusive Business Sales, all to talk about trends that we are seeing right now in the market. So we've had Zoran on the show a few times now, talking about the trends that we're seeing in the market, and we had him on just as COVID kicked in. We had him on around about a year ago. And we've got him back now as we look at where the market is sitting right now for buyers and for sellers. And the discussion might at times surprise you. So here we go with our discussion with Zoran all about what the market is looking like right at the moment. Well, Zoran, I just want to say a huge welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. Now, today, um, I know we have tackled this topic a few times before. Trends. What are the trends looking like at the moment? What's the state of the market looking like? Um, so, it might seem like an old topic, but the reason why it's fresh again is because we're in a completely different market to where we were six months ago, a year ago. So, um, so I think it's topical to come back to what are we seeing in the market right now? So, Zoran, what are you seeing? Well, totally right. What you're saying, it's a totally different market to where it was year, two years ago. Yeah. So what, what, what we're seeing is, to our numbers, looks like it's about 100% up from pre-COVID. And it's just, I mean, if you're in this industry, it's fantastic, but it's also really interesting. Why is that happening? Yeah. So when the pandemic started, the number of businesses that were going on the market actually dropped. The buyers stayed there. The buyers were... Buyers are, buyers are here now and buyers were there before. But there was a big drop until about bottom was when uh, Victoria declared state of an emergency and then it started creeping up. And then we had, I don't know if you remember, but it just happened to have a data in front of me today. So I'm looking up. I don't have such a good memory. I've got it here in front of me. <laughs> and, and then um, when Australia recorded first time, if you remember, there was a zero COVID cases. And that's when it started coming up. Yeah. And then we had another lockdown and then we had a Delta came about and then Omnicom came about, but, but Delta came about, everybody forgot about the COVID. All right. Mm. So we started, uh, there was about uh, July 21, mm. but we started moving on from this pandemic type of thinking in about October 22 and the businesses mm. started coming back March 21 we were back to where we were before COVID, actually a little bit higher. But what happened since then, we are about 30% higher again. And last three months were just phenomenal in terms of how many businesses. And I'm not saying phenomenal, good or bad. I'm just saying <laughs> unusual. Just the, the volume is. Volume that's coming in. Yeah. So yeah. We, we came to a conclusion. There's two things. One, everybody who in 2020, postponed their decision about taking business to the market is doing it now because yeah. I mean, two, three years in your life is a long time, right? Yeah. So, and you don't want to postpone for another two, three years. Yeah. But another thing that happened is a lot of people, in my opinion, 
decided to take an early retirement. Mm. And uh, several several reasons for that. One was uh, property market was high, uh, equities were high. We got a lot of cash from the government. <laughs> so we really cashed out. And if mm. you're in business, you're thinking, well, I don't know what the future holds. So how about if you actually retire now? Because we got enough to. So there was a, and it's not just retirement and people like, you know, in retirement age, what people brought any decisions forward. What if we, we always wanted to move somewhere? Well, let's do it now because it's really good. What, what normally happens when you get a lot of businesses in the market that, you know, supply over, or it's higher than demand and the transaction slow. But similar thing happened to buyers because they postponed their decision for a while. And now they're saying, well, I don't know what the future holds, but I can't postpone this for another three years because yeah. I'm going to be six years older. And if you are, you know, uh, 55, well, now you're 61. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not time to, to put it off. So we're seeing a lot of, lot of activity on the market. One thing that's pretty clear that the deals are not as easy as they used to be in terms of somebody comes in, looks at the business and pays a full cash price. So buyers are looking more to de-risk the future. Mm. So sellers have to take on portion of that risk on themselves through some, some sort of or form of earnouts or deferred payments or some sort of security or guarantee going, going forward. But in general, you know, we, we're finding a way to do that. Mm. And and it's it's happening quite nicely, and you know buyers are buying businesses and they're happy, and sellers are selling businesses and they're happy too. Another thing that we're seeing a lot is this issue with the COVID that COVID created for us, which is businesses that uh, had a big dip and now they're coming back, and we don't know where the future maintainable pro- profits are. But we also, on the flip side, had a lot of businesses that generated some fantastic profits through the COVID and some it's clear because of COVID, like, you know, if you're selling protective, certain protective equipment, if you're selling masks, well, you made a lot of money through COVID. If, you, if you're saying selling COVID tests, you made a lot of money through COVID. Absolutely. But there are a lot of businesses that done very well through, through well, they had initial hit and then they really come about, like the, the profits increased. Uh, really good. And it's really hard to say if that's a new normal for this business or is it a, just a blip that, that's going to change. And in both cases, we have to put some sort of de-risking strategies for the buyer going forward. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, deal structure is something that um, I seem to be talking about day in, day out these days. Um, you know, um, buyers are interested in options of deal structures. Sellers want to understand what different types of deal structures will mean for them, how they minimise their own risk post-completion. Um, well, it's not just risk. If I may interrupt you there, I did already, so we're going to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit you out, Zoran. That's what I could do. I could just edit right out. That's what I could do. Anyway, in this instance, I won't. You can continue. So so, so what's happening, like if you've got a surge in profitability going forward, it's not just the risking from the seller's point of view, but wanted to exit, but still maybe get some benefit from the future profits. Yeah. So the deals are happening both ways for the risking, but also to to, to help the owner's you know, because they think, well, this may going to go forward and it's going to get even better. 
Yeah. So, so the deals are happening in order to leave some profit for the owner in the future. It's it's quite interesting market. I don't know something like it. Yeah, to give them the opportunity of the upside. But the reality is, you know, we all know when when everyone starts getting into the details, then you know our sellers get worried about the extent to which they can, um, you, you know, that they, they will be able to actually trigger. Uh, these earnouts. So, of course, that's where, of yeah. course, that's where the legals is so important. Sir. And you would Absolutely. have to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay. All right. So, interesting market, um, much high, high, uh, really high volume of deals at the moment. We, we are absolutely. Um, seeing a massive volume as well. So I, I absolutely, absolutely have to yeah. reiterate that. Uh, more difficult potentially to get um, deals in the right structure to get an agreement between our buyers and sellers. What what else? Well, is- well it is, but what we have to re- remember, lawyers especially, and we have to remember to stay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, well, well, you know, don't look, you, you, can, you can't make a 100% like the, the, there's a risk in, in any contract, sure, right? Sure. So we we have to move to this human side a little bit, way more in some instances, and say, okay, what the buyer wants to achieve, what the seller wants to achieve, and make a commercial agreement between yeah. them. You can't contract any well. Contract is there to say what we agreed on, all right? But 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 you can't through contract the risk. What you're going to do is through commercial mechanism, you can de-risk to some degree as well. Well, I agree. And we've got, you know, some fabulous new insurance on the market as well that can help with um, with minimising, reducing risk in a transaction. Um, but but I, I think that the contract does more than that. Those are, of course, I would say that because I'm a lawyer, but yeah. but it, it, it acts as a checklist for us to work through you know what the thing, the things that are out there in the deal that um, you don't necessarily think of when when you're putting the high level terms of the deal together. And you, you know when we're looking when we're looking at some of these deal structures, I think it's really important. You know, it's important to understand risk. Important to understand, as you say, Zoran, that you can't completely eliminate risk. But there are many mechanisms that you can use as you go through the contract process to get that to get the win win for both sides, um, but still get to the position where you're where you're forward pacing. You're, you're you're dealing with the issues before they come up, which is a far better way than later on down the track the parties having a different perspective on what they've agreed and leading to argument. You know, that's- I, I agree. Agree, hundred percent. What you just don't want to do is overwork that, like can't even think of the word what to say, but you don't want to give it too much weight in the whole yeah. deal because yeah. it can actually destroy the deal because people feel that they, they're not on the same same page anymore and they start drifting apart. Yeah. There is no deal. And, and yeah. this conversation that you, you and me having now, that happens every day, every day yeah. on every deal and more and more. And it's, it's really, really, really different to the way it was before all this mayhem happened. Yeah. But I think some of the answers, you know, I, I mean, we've had lots of discussions about this in the past, but but I think more now than ever before, um, part of the answer for all of this is to ensure that as we, you know, in doing the deals, we're doing perhaps more complicated deals, even for smaller matters. This is one thing that I've noticed. Even small matters, sometimes the structure of the deal can become quite complicated. And that can be a little bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
you know, for everyone because I, I do believe in simplicity and, you, you know, you, you really do need to try and keep things as simple as possible, particularly for our smaller deals. But it is all, also about how we deal with these deals once we get to the contract stage to keep them moving quickly, to keep the parties talking, to keep coming back to the... the Correct. Speed is, speed is of the essence, without without a doubt, because look, look what's happening. I mean, you're going, you have a, we're just coming out of COVID. Uh, we got this issue that, you know, what stimulus has done to, to the economy and certain things were good, but there was unintended consequences because of that. Now we've got the raising interest rates and geopolitical situation is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Supply chain issues. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's really messy. And that creates a fee on both sides. And somehow you have to find a structure and then document that structure. How are we going to de-risk this for both sides? One thing, when we're talking about the trends and what's happening, we're finding that the manufacturing is really getting popular. Mm. In Australia buyers looking for a lot of manufacturing for obvious reasons because it's getting harder and harder. We, we ordered some computers for the office eight months, eight weeks ago, and they're still still not here. Eight weeks, we can't get them. All right. So, wow. so well, we can't manufacture computers, but there's a lot of stuff that Australia can manufacture. And we, we're having a really good interest on in our manufacturing businesses mm. uh, for that reason. And, and you can see on the financials that they're getting better and better and better. Mm. And what I'm hoping is going to happen, I always love manufacturing. Then because of the demand, they're going to make more money. They're going to now be able to, together with gambling stimulants and all, all, all the loans, they're available and instant cash right off. They're going to put more in the new technology for manufacturing. And the manufacturing is going to start, start coming back to Australia much faster than what we originally thought. So that's, that, that's clear as a day that, that we're seeing at the moment. Fascinating, isn't it? And it, fascinating... Uh, because, you know, pre-COVID um, and pre, pre all of our, uh, you know, international supply issues, um, manufacturing, you, you know, there were times where there was a cloud over manufacturing. Yeah, no one wanted it. You know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I'll, I'll tell you a story. We were selling this manufacturing business and there was office and then there was a manufacturing plant and there was a um, – um, on the other side, there was a warehouse with boxes, all right? So we, we would meet in the office and they would have to walk through manufacturing and then we get to the boxes. And you could see on the, and that was a few years ago, you could see everybody's very chatty and happy in the office because they understand the environment. And then we get into manufacturing and they just freak out. Like <laughs> the buyers are really scared <laughs> until we go back to the boxes and then they relax again and they start talking because we just didn't, we forgot how to do manufacturing and now oh, yeah. it's coming back. And like a lot of buyers that I had a conversation do have experience in supply chain in manufacturing is I, I, I think it's going to be a really good future for that sector in the country. Fascinating. Okay. Well, look, Soren, I just want to say a huge thank you uh, for coming on to the show today. It's always fascinating. Love talking about talk market trends. Love having a bit of, uh, you know, a um, a hearty discussion with you about. <laughs> the lawyers. lawyers. The lawyers. The, lawyers, the bloody lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, how can our listeners get in contact with you, Zoran, if they're interested in preparing for the sale of uh, their just, business? Just, just Google exclusive business sales and you, you, you'll find us. Brilliant. Well, we might even just link to you in if the show you don't notes mind. as if well. You don't Why mind. not? <laughs> I'm doing something for you. Am I going to do something for us? <laughs> 
Soren, as always, it's a hmm, pleasure. Well, that's it for this episode of The Deal Room Podcast. If you would like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at www.thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you're the kind of person who likes to read this sort of stuff in fine detail. And of course, you will find details there of how to contact Zoran and his team of brokers at exclusive business sales. You'll also be able to find details of how to contact our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. Of course, in a market like we are in right at the moment, as Zoran said quite a few times, it's really important to be ready to take action quickly. Now, we've got a number of great products for buyers to help get you deal ready as quickly as possible from a legal perspective, starting with our ready to acquire product. Now, in our show notes, we'll link through to our ready to acquire product. We also have a whole heap of on-demand webinars that might be relevant to you if you're looking at buying or indeed getting ready to exit your business. And we will link through to top tips um, on getting ready to sell a business from a legal perspective and top tips on getting ready to acquire a business from a legal perspective here in the show notes. Now, if you just want to talk to one of our legal eagles at Aspect Legal, then just head over to the show notes or to our website at www.aspectlegal.com.au. And there we have a free 15 minute call available to you where you can speak to one of our legal eagles about what you need to do to get prepared either for an acquisition or a sale. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. You have been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. I am so very excited to announce that I've hit a non-podcast related milestone and released a book. You might wonder why? Simple. I wanted to help business owners understand the mechanics of deal-making and the interaction between three critical phases of business, acquisition, growth, and exit. And so I am very happy to announce Buy, Grow, Exit, a guidebook for business owners and their advisors on how to buy, grow, and guess what, exit in a way that maximizes value and avoids landmines along the way. The book is available now, so just head over to buygrowexit.com.au to get your copy and to access a whole heap of free resources that will really help you on your journey of acquisition, growth, and exit in your business or in working with your clients. Also check out our show notes where we will link straight through to that page. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au.